0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. The trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between. Garden Mamas here to help you keep on growing. Still the Empress of Everything Green. Here's your horticulture Maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: Welcome to the Garden Mama Show. Thank you so very much for your interest, for being here, for turning on the radio, for driving through the state, maybe just with it happening to be on, however you got here. Thank you very much. It's a gray day out there, which reminds me, there's a couple of songs I need to bring about gray weather. (laughs) We're getting into a patch of it. That's the good news, though, for those of you who want to be planting trees and shrubs, digging and dividing any kind of perennials, really in the central part of what is the majority of our listening area, which is Zone 8 for the most part. But Zone 7B, you guys are not going to be all that cold either. And, of course, farther south, my goodness, the, the warmer climate, y'all are already kicking it. I've been watching what y'all are up to. There's a lot going on already in that part of the area. Many, many things going on, my friends. I have to say that I decided to do... Something I don't do often enough, and that was in the newsletter this week, I wrote about different kinds of gardening, different kinds of container gardening, in particular things using reservoirs. We have so many people who feel that they can't garden anymore or don't even want to take it up because they don't have a place for a flower bed or a vegetable garden or those kinds of things. Maybe you've got a patio. Maybe you've got a sunroom. Maybe you've got a porch. All of those places are perfect for reservoir gardens, and if you're interested in knowing some more about it, I'd be more than happy to send you a copy, and maybe you'll want to subscribe. Mama on air at yahoo.com. Okay? Okay. What's going on in your garden today? Let me hear from you. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven, and of course the C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. I think we're just going to call that Mama's phone number. <laughs> these are these are Mama's phone numbers on Saturday morning. That's all really we need to know. Well, I got to tell you something, Lance. We're we're late already today. It is in fact International Cat Rescue Day, and we have not rescued a cat recently. <laughs> yeah i mean my cats they they've probably done more
0: rescuing of uh and they call freeing of the birds and oh freeing of seriously, the frogs. seriously. So they, they've been in rescue mode
1: my uh, goodness there but the good news is that from your point of view at least it is indeed egg mcmuffin day yeah of course obviously so, of <laughs> it course is, isn't uh, it every day saturday morning, every isn't day it? right yeah, well know? no just saturday mornings
0: and And then on Sunday mornings, it's Chocolate Donut Day.
1: Oh, okay. I've got to get with your calendar a little better.
0: definitely will Can't do
1: the McMuffin. I can do do the Chocolate Donut once a week, though. That would really hurt me, but I would do it. They're delicious. If you tune in with us on supertalk.tv, you may check out a beautiful painting of a pineapple. It is not mine. It is a Georgia O'Keeffe that I could not resist sharing with y'all today because it's so gorgeous. Also though, there is uh, kind of a little mystery perennial there, asking folks what they think Think that is, and some more lovely phlox foliage too, because it's been it's a beautiful week in my garden. Going to talk more about that in uh, the in the next hour. We got a friend coming in. Going to talk about your garden, his garden, my garden, all that sort of stuff. It'll be a good time. Now, I'm I'm not going to say this is snakes on a plane, Lance, but we've got a couple of different snake stories today. Nice. In, in in between phone calls I like snakes even a jellyfish yes. story, which is another one of those rare ones we't don't, they don't do enough research into jellyfish i don't think we don't get to hear enough about all of that. Trey has weighed in this morning with a really cool picture of what looks to me, and yeah he's sent a close up now um, looks like um, baby's breath spirea, which is usually the first one of the quite flowering spireas to bloom the way you can distinguish it its leaves are a little bit lighter color and they're very small but the flowers particularly are individually down the stems they don't make tight clusters there'll be a bunch of them but they're they're not they're not all bound up like the bridal wreath ones are that's a beautiful plant really cool thanks for showing us today i love that one uh, thank you very much, Bubba. And Starfield says it's not Saturday morning without us. You can eat whatever you want, Bubba, since you said that.
0: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's very nice of you.
1: <laughs> you can move into uh, the next piece of, I don't know, it could be early day on chocolate croissants or something. <laughs> I wonder how the
0: weather is up there today. I know State had to punt on a ball yesterday. Well, I was going to say, I think there was today. Maybe, maybe today, maybe I not. Think I don't Ole know. Ole Miss would have rather not played yesterday. Uh oh.
1: Yeah. It was I an hate ugly, that. I ugly hate that. game. Well, you got to get through those, too, though. You yeah, know, well, then, you know the walks, goodness gracious. That's that stick-to-itiveness that we keep mm-hmm. talking about, persistence. You've got to stay with it. More than 100 million years ago, in the Wayback Machine today, the snake ancestors, we have to go back into the book today to look at this, they were, of course, little lizards. We've kind of known that for a long time. But how did they end up? being, first of all, legless and so much faster and really so much more sophisticated after that now fairly famous asteroid impact that seems to have changed so many things and really, indeed, wiped out so many species all at once back in the time. Now, how do we end up into this? I love that the University of Michigan are the folks that are working on this. They say that speed is the answer. Snakes evolved. Snakes developed three times faster than their friends, the lizards, and that's how they got to be snakes because they couldn't survive anywhere else. A lot of the stories that we're running into now, not they're not stories, they're research reports, but I, I think I tell them like stories, I hope so, are a whole lot about how animals are or are not adapting to for instance, warming soil temperatures or increasing wind speeds or the things that we're talking about so often with our plants. High temperatures this week, low temperatures next week, and what is the plant gonna do? The animals can sometimes move and sometimes can't, so there's always a lot of that information moving along to us. But this was anciently. And and frankly, the snakes made a better a better deal with, with the future than some of their other friends. They're much more versatile. They have a lot more, um, shall we say, food sources, speaking of things to be preyed upon. And that has led them to be a massive number of creatures. They've reported all of this in the journal Science because what they're trying to work on, of course, is a large new both genetic but also dietary study of snakes. The idea being that where they can survive, where they can adapt as they did at one other time if they can adapt to a different food source, for instance, they're going to be more fit to make it into the next century, at least, if not longer than that. But, at the same time we look at that, we have to look all the way back to get our true snake story for this week. University of Queensland is letting us know that, guess what? You know how those people go and film documentaries and things in the Amazon? There's always somebody there doing that. Well lucky for them they had scientists with them that recognized the fact that they had found a previously undocumented species of giant anaconda. What? How did we not see this before? How did we miss this one? I know, I don't understand it, but somehow or another um the the indigenous folks said, "Oh, by the way, look over here." Ah! <laughs> the western scientists Big as a school bus. I, mean, if I look, remember the picture look, I saw that huge thing. huge thing and it it is so um it's amazing to me that no one had pointed it out before, or that no one had, unfortunately, you know, encountered it with other folks watching or something like that. But they they went um, into the ten. It took them the ten day expedition into the deep deepest part of the jungle to find this particular. You shade. know
0: that the the local tribes were probably like. You know, this is an area you're just not supposed to go. In. Right. This we and don't go here. This is sacred. <laughs> you know, we don't go something, here. Something you know, God eats everything over here, and I mean, this if is you true. see this thing.
1: It's really amazing. It's a, it's a um, beast. Five hundred kilograms. You know, I mean, this is a, this it's is like a serious. backhoe
0: holding it up. Yes. And, and, yes. and, and, and it was stressing. You could. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. The backhoe. The, the was the snake was at about to win. capacity. Yeah.
1: yeah. The snake was. It's like when you watch them. T- trying to turn over a beach whale. if you've ever seen those things where they pull the tools up and the tools flip over <laughs> in the sand because they can't do it, it was that kind of a scene. It's really something. They they did in fact uh, paddle canoes down in the river system, and there were these anacondas in the lurking in the shadows, waiting for lunch. <laughs> they were trying hard not to be lunch. Like the movie. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a great movie. I'll grant you that not everything is, you know, movies take a lot of license. But anacondas are tough. Yeah, no, I, every reputation that, that they have throughout history has been... Did the, you
0: watch the anaconda movies? Oh, sure. The number two wasn't quite as good, and most number twos i I've
1: had to... I, there are a the whole lot of movies like that that I've been in the presence of, and I couldn't tell you a thing about them but I, except what they looked like, mm-hmm. and that one was, whoa. In
0: 97, it had... Think of the people that were in this movie sure. uh, talking about anacondas, sure. and I liked that. I actually thought the first, the one, was first really one was good. The first one was pretty good. Yeah, John Voight, Jennifer Lopez, before... I mean, she was J-Lo, I think. You have Ice Cube, Owen Wilson, Eric Stoltz, and Danny Trejo. It, was, all in, it, it I mean,
1: must have been a great party. I'm yeah. telling you, that's all I can think. So, Fun stuff, though, to think, to think that they we had one that they could. I mean, because you've seen them, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Trey, this is delightful. I will quote you in a little bit. Jackie wants to know, if you haven't pruned in, muscadines, is it too late? If pruned late, will they produce food? fruit. Sometimes, sometimes not. The reason we prune them when they're dormant is so that we can stimulate new growth that is stronger than what's laying there from the last year. If they haven't leafed out yet, if they haven't started to swell their buds, you know, you, you can tell when they're just about to burst. If they haven't done any of those things, then yes, I would say go ahead and do some pruning. I would not do the, I would not do heavy pruning, but I I would shorten the canes and clean up anything that's that you don't want anymore. For instance, you might have very old canes that you realize are not going to be very productive anyway. Sure, go ahead and take those off. But, but what happens when we prune too late and the new growth is coming on is we get bunches of new growth, and we may or may not want that based on trying to get it to fruit. So if it hasn't started to leaf out yet, then yeah, go ahead and prune. I will tell you something that people have missed pruning entirely this year, and that are the plums and the Bradford pears. Between the wild plums and the Bradford pears, the whole world in my area is covered up in tiny white flowers. I'm really glad it's sort of rainy and foggy or I wouldn't be able to talk from all the pollen. <laughs> but there's, the good news is that they'll be done. But nobody, nobody got out and did any of that shaping or anything early. And I don't think too many people did much shaping on many other trees, too. So we're going to have kind of some wild growth this year. We'll deal with that as it comes along. I don't think that'll be a problem. The name of the snake, by the way, is northern green anaconda, which of course implies that there is a southern green anaconda. These are the um, Eunectes akayimas, but it is in, in Ecuadorian, the Ecuadorian Amazon. How beautiful. Very cool thing. Just, I can't believe we never saw it before. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Muscadines are so much fun, I think, because. They grow really well, and and if you find them, for example, if if you're moving some that maybe have were on a fence line and now it's overgrown, so you need to move the vines out from there. Do go ahead and give them at least three quarters of a day of sun. I have seen muscadines bear in the woods, but they don't make nearly as many fruit, and the fruit are not as sweet as those that get more sunlight. That's a, that's one of those things about. Most most fruit requires at least three quarters of a day to do its best, and if if we many of them can take the whole day, which is great, like but not everything. But the good news is most things can. But if you're trying to grow blueberries or figs or any of our more popular fruits, the more sun, the better. But they'll give you some performance in like at my place where the the west area is pretty well treed. We don't have late sun in that part of the garden. Not because of me. (laughs) I probably would have cut the trees down if they'd been mine, but they're not. They're on the next property. I was tickled this week to get some new soil put together, and I've got some many, many perennials that need to be divided and potted up. I'm working on that um, this week. And I think there'll be I think there's going to be a good a really good good second blooming. The daffodils bloomed, and then we got some rain. I was able to pick a bunch of them. They were beautiful, but I think they're also going. There's a bunch more buds, and and maybe it's a later variety, or maybe it's just the way the year is turning out. We we seem to be having a longer season with the daffodils as well as the paper white narcissus out in the garden. That's kind of fun to me. I did notice that there were holes in. One of the crinum lilies, and I don't. um, I got to tell you, I have not seen anything back there poking around, you know, picking up the leaves and turning them over and looking for worms and that sort of stuff. I haven't seen anything, but it's such a wild area, and the crinums are just kind of one little corner of it. I'm going to keep my eyes out and see what's trying to eat them. (laughs) I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that too much. There's some uh, very interesting research this week about the possibility that we can reduce the use of pesticides on farms, and I would love to get into that with any of y'all that are interested in that issue. There's always been, I want to say this appropriately, when you create a garden product, you want it to work well. You want it to be the real thing and you give yourself the opportunity to see how it will work and at what level you need to put it on to have it work the most efficiently. So sometimes when we're when we see a recommendation for example like a fertilizer recommendation, many of us will know, well yeah, we could use this much, but maybe I'll use this much now, half of that and then use the other half in a little bit of time. We we make our own decisions about that. A lot of people do that around pesticides. We try of course every step in integrated pest management, and if we eventually have to use a pesticide, we try and pick one that doesn't require too much intrusion into the ecology, and then we turn right around again and make sure we don't have to use it any more often than it needs to be used. So that being said, you know, we'll, we'll figure out how this one's going to fit into farms as well as gardens, but I'm glad that someone's working on it. University of Copenhagen's doing that. Jib in DeKalb, what's your muscadine question? Yes, Yes,
0: and we've got some muscadines trying to grow out there on the. Like ones, you would moving them. Is it okay to do that? If we can't get them to grow that much, or what should we do?
1: You can dig them up and transplant them right now. This is going to be a great week for doing that to everything that you want to dig up and move. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Have a wonderful day. It's going to be a little gray most places, but I think we'll get some sun this afternoon before it starts raining again. <laughs> good digging weather. <laughs> very, very, very good. It is such a moderate week in Zone 8, and, and much of 7 and 9 as well. It's not going to get super hot, and it's not going to freeze too much. So I think we're in, a good, in good, um, good shape for all of that. This is a good one. We'll talk about these questions. Y'all are asking some good ones this morning. We'll get it all together. I'll send you the potting mix recipe um, in the email, by the way. (laughs) All right, now, get out your umbrellas. It's time. We'll be right back.
0: When you're disciplined, a Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.